Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, college football fans across the nation. Welcome to the first take of Urban's Take with Tim May, yours truly. Urban Meyer. Welcome back. Uh, well, welcome back to a little joint uh, conference with me, and basically, welcome back to college football, my man. Yeah, it's great. First of all, you're a great friend, a guy I've admired for so many years, and uh, you do your job so well. I think this is a no-brainer, and we're going to have a little fun with it. Thanks. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to make sure people understand. You had that little hiatus from college football last year. We don't. We've already covered that in a podcast we did uh, a little while ago. But uh, basically, you're back. Uh, in, in and around college football, what what does that feel like? You're heading for the big noon kickoff again, a show that I thought to, you, you guys really blazed some trails there your second year before you decided to, to give the NFL a shot. But uh, you're back with that group now. And just how does that feel to be back on the big noon kickoff on Fox? I've always been a big fan of Fox. And, and uh, after the Rose Bowl, when I stepped down at Ohio State, they came to me and they said, we want to really, you know, hit the market hard. We want to uh, really invest in college football, which they already had. And uh, uh, then they started talking to me about the team that would, they would put together with Brady Quinn, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, and Rob Stone. And I knew a couple of them. I knew Brady Quinn real well. Uh, but we hit it off. We really enjoyed doing it. We really made a dent in the marketplace. And, and I love the fact that we have a lot of fun, but we also teach a lot of football and try to go as deep as you can. And, you think about the people we have on that set. You have Reggie Bush. He's arguably the greatest player of all time. You have Matt Leinart and Brady Quinn, two very young, uh, relevant quarterbacks that just recently played, have great insight in the game. And Rob Stone's the point guard. So a really great group and look forward to it. Yeah, I was going to say, man, a lot has changed, too, since you left college football and are now coming back. I mean, you know, Brady or uh, Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush, uh, they're a they're a alum they're going to be alums of a Big Ten team here. That's crazy, isn't it? I mean USC UCLA, and it never stops, does it? Yeah, can you imagine that? Now, there was a no. time where USC was on the pinnacle of of college football. Pete Carroll, and I'll go back further than that. There was the Larry Smith era when they won the Rose Bowl over and over again, and way before that, you had Terry Donahue at UCLA. Yeah. The Pac-12 was strong. Washington won a championship. Arizona State was always tough. Cal was tough. And to think that that's, you know, and then obviously Oregon had an incredible run. So I, I don't know what the future holds it. That was a little shocking, but, you know, this is, there. there is no loyalty. There is no, this is all fight for yourself. And, and I get it. I mean, uh, money makes the world go round. And right now um, that that's what's driving all these decisions. I do believe it makes a lot of sense recruiting wise. You know, some of these moves made no sense to me when A&M went to SEC in Arkansas and, you just wonder why that happened, even Nebraska to a point. You know, just when you when you talk about college football, Tim, it starts with recruiting and it ends with recruiting. Yeah. California is such good players. Ohio State and, and the Wolverines have gone into California recruiting a little bit. Now it kind of opens the floodgates a little bit. I'm not sure how much UCLA and UCLA, USC will come out east recruiting. They will a little bit, but there's so many players out west. That, uh, I just see – 
uh, the Big Ten hitting California a little harder now. Yeah, I was going to say, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State's uh, second-year starting quarterback. Rancho Cucamonga, right there in the Inland Empire in Southern California. <clears throat> and obviously, he and Jackson Smith and Jigba put on quite the show there in the in the Rose Bowl against Utah, one of you, one of the places you – those are two teams, two of your former teams going at each other, man. How do you handle yourself when that's happening? Well, I was so busy at the time, and, and uh, but I, you know, Kyle Whittingham, I'm more into the people. You know, Kyle Winningham was the guy that replaced me. Uh, Ryan Bay replaced me. Uh, they were handpicked. Uh, not good coaches, great coaches. You know, yeah. I two of the best I think there are that are out in the profession right now. Two of the best that's been around in my mind last twenty five years. And I knew it'd be a great game. I thought I told Ryan I thought that was the best coaching job. You know, you lost the robbery game, and then all of a sudden, your two first round receivers are not playing. Uh, at Ohio State, it's national championship or bust. I've been there. It's really hard to keep that team motivated. And and then you look across the field, you got the Pac-12 champs, a highly motivated team to win that Rose Bowl, a great team, and we fall behind. And I think Ryan Day showed his coaching acumen right there. He kept that team and his staff. He kept them together. Defense struggled, but they found a way to win. And uh, I thought that was his best coaching job. All right, man. You know, you're, you're considered among the elite coaches of all time in college football, three national championships. Uh, the job, you know, heck, I, I've told you before, Utah in 2004, I thought deserved the shot at playing for the national championship. That was, they should have been the Cincinnati, you know, before Cincinnati came along last year and finally broke up the party there among the, uh, the traditional elite uh, getting into the college football playoff. And of course, that was the BCS era back in 2004. But I want to get you, want to get your take on this, Urban. These coaches right now, less than a week and a half away from the what they call the formal start of, of college football. Obviously, there are going to be a couple of games this weekend of interest in the zero week. I don't even understand that designation, but it is what it is. Uh, uh, but what are they going through right now? Are they are they sitting around? Because you did this so many years. Are they sitting around going, golly, we didn't get installed what we need to get installed? Or, or are they sitting around now just going, okay, this is what we've got. Uh, we've settled on our lineups, et cetera. What's going on in, in these major college realms right now? Ryan Day, Nick Saban, around them down the line. The, the, the great question, Tim. This is a, a term that I came up with, I want to say, 10 years you know, into my uh, coaching career. I got a little older, and you drive yourself nuts. First of all, who do you play early in the season? That's number one. If you're playing teams that you're much more talented than, I would actually – got to be careful how you say this. I would actually use them as scrimmages. I will not tell the players that. I will not even tell our younger coaches because you really can't. You don't want to overlook an opponent. But everything right now is about player safety. You have to get these guys to the dance. You have to get them to the game. And how do you do that and get game ready? So remember those two words. We're going to talk about that more often. When something's game ready, it really you just got to keep it warm. You don't have to uh, you know, do live scrimmage with it. So, for example, there's two things. Say we're running off tackle power play against a 3-4, a 4-3, and against pressure. Those are three things you have to do live to get a game ready. I would just make marks on the grease board right next to my office. And once I had enough marks in my mind, I'd sit with the coordinator and said, that play, and I'd put a red dot next to it, that play is game ready. That's on the game plan, we'll run it. You do that same thing with a player. When you have a Nick Bosa, Joe Bosa, and Chase Young, you know, I remember, you know, looking at it and saying, you know, the D-line coach wants to keep scrimmaging because they want to, you know, have success. And once you put a red dot next to that player, it's over. 
it's a, they are not in harm's way again until you get to that first game. Yeah. So right now, I I know that's what Ryan Day is doing. I would imagine that Nick Saban's uh, Marcus Freeman, you know, it's first-year head coach. You know, I'm sure he's leaning on Luke Fickle and maybe Brian Kelly because that's everything right now. And they've already had a couple injuries. Yeah. You have to get those players to the dance and make sure that's game ready. Yeah. yeah. Boy, Ohio State lost Evan Pryor, promising young uh, running back. Ryan, I'm sure Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson had a pencil. They had markered in, I mean, using this kid now to really re- enhance that offense. And, you know, I think uh, Notre Dame's lost a receiver. And, it, it, you know, that's the inevitability of football, right? But you still kind of – it's still tough to take it when you're counting on a guy. Maybe you, in your own brain you've got to figure out what you're going to use this guy for and boom, he's gone. Yeah, that's the worst part of the game, especially when you see – I love to share that with the fans, that the amount of time and effort, though, you know, a lot of times you see him as Braxton Miller, number five. That's not Braxton Miller, number five. That's a person. That's a person that put in, you know, probably six, seven hours a day getting ready for that moment for seven, eight months, and then all of a sudden he's out. And it, it's terrible. It's the worst part of the game. It's the worst part of the game for the coach and player uh, when that happens. Yeah. Of course, we all know – Braxton was replaced by J.T. Barrett, who led Ohio State almost to the promised land. And then Cardell Jones led him the rest of the way in 2014. That's still remarkable, isn't it, Urban, when you think about it? Yeah, that takes your breath away. And I still – I talked to Braxton yesterday, actually, and Cardell Jones and, you know, J.T. Barrett's coaching now. And you talk about that room, you know, and then Joe Burrows walks in that room a couple of years later. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that was an incredible moment. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Bryce Young won the Heisman last year. C.J. Stroud's considered the favorite this year. Is that legit? Let's just hit a few high points here. Is that is that a legit uh, look at this going into this season? Well, every great quarterback or Heisman candidate has one thing in common, great players around them. And you look at Ohio State, what Corey Dennis and Brian Hartline have done, I don't think it's ever been done before in Ohio State history. You know, it's a little bit like when we had the defensive end run. You know, I you know, Jalen Holmes, Sam Hubbard, Tyquan Lewis, and then Bosa, Bosa, Chase Young. What they've done in recruiting a quarterback position and the wide receiver position is uncharted waters. You know, Brian Hartline, you least, you know, I count uh, uh, the guy that went to uh, Alabama, uh, Jameson uh, Williams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a first-rounder. Yeah. So we had three first-rounders leave the program last year, and here you replace him with another set of first-rounders. The recruiting job, and then same with the quarterback position. You know, what, what uh, Corey Dennis and Ryan Day have brought in, you know, I followed Ohio State for the last 50 years. That's never been done before, what they're doing recruiting offensively, ever. Yeah. You got to do that now, though, with the transfer portal. That would that would have driven you crazy, wouldn't it, the transfer portal as a head coach? Yeah, it would. Have. It would uh, you know, they have their own office now where they just study other teams and other players. Yeah, and, you know, I don't – That's <laughs> I, I get it, but – I'm not a fan of it. Well, dude, you had to recruit back then. Then now you have to re-recruit. Then you have to re-recruit. Then you have to re-recruit. It's crazy. Hey, uh, you know, next week is considered, like I said, the formal opening weekend. But man, there's a couple of games this weekend, and they call Week Zero, which I don't really understand why isn't this Week One since guys are playing. But uh, a couple of games I want you to just touch on: Nebraska, Northwestern, in Dublin, Ireland, and then uh, 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 Illinois hosting Wyoming. And Illinois, you know, with uh, Brett Bielema was asked at the Big Ten meetings, uh, you know, are you glad you got that warm-up game before I think they play Indiana next week, you know? And I'm just going, wait a minute, you know, Wyoming is a pretty legit <laughs> program. Uh, you wouldn't be 
I, I wouldn't call Wyoming a, a warm-up scrimmage like we were talking about a minute ago, right? But uh, both of those games are intriguing, aren't they? I mean, playing uh, a Big Ten opener in Dublin, Ireland, uh, Nebraska, Northwestern. What, what do you think about these two games? I was at Notre Dame, and we went and played Navy in Ireland. That's a tough trip, long trip, obviously. And uh, when you get, you know, the, the the week after is a hard one. But uh, obviously, Scott Frost, you know, it's well documented. I think he's a great coach. It's well documented what he's done uh, at Central Florida and when he was an assistant coach. Uh, I think Nebraska is a tough job right now, just the recruiting piece of it. But, you know, you, you fall behind and lose momentum and lose this game, you're in trouble. I don't think they will. I think Nebraska wins this game. Uh, I think uh, Brett Bielema was a great hire. Schools like Wisconsin, schools like, you know, Illinois is not a Wisconsin yet, but I think he's a great football coach. You know, we had our issues when I first went to the Big Ten, but all you got to do is look at what he's done. Yeah. You know, he struggled at Arkansas, but he's got a niche, and his niche is big, powerful offense. Uh, and very, very well-coached defense. Jerry DiNardo, who's going to be my partner again on Big Ten Network, went visited visit practice, and we feel the same about Coach Bielema. But he is, as far as technically, one of the best in the business. Oh, yeah. They're going to be sound, and they're going to be physical. They're going to, they're, you're going to get after you with what they've got, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. And, the, and, the, and the, Illinois is built for that. Illinois yeah. is not a spread. You can't get enough athletes there, but you can get some big some of the big cats from uh, – the Midwest yep. to play some offensive linemen. Corn fed, I think is what y'all call it. Hey, real quick, you know, we're going to come back next week. Uh, we're going to be heavy on Ohio State and Notre Dame because you have you have intimate knowledge of both of those programs, been in that, that long time there as, as an assistant coach before you finally got your break as a major college head coach at Bowling Green. Uh, but, uh, and of course, Ohio State, what you did there, winning the national championship and putting together some of the great teams and putting together really the foundation that Ryan Day has just built on, right? I mean, Obviously, before you, Jim Trussell, but you have a real intimate knowledge of it. But just give me, give me one little thought that's going through your brain right now about that matchup. It is so huge for both teams. Uh, but what, what, what's going on in your mind right now about that game? As a fan, as a Buckeye, yeah, and as a fan of the Irish, I think it's fantastic. As a coach, I think it's tough. Yeah. You know, you're you, you know, what you have to win that game. You know, we opened up with an Oklahoma, Virginia Tech on the road. When I was at Utah, we played A&M on the road. Uh, you know, it changes your whole mentality because, you know, after Notre Dame, Ohio State's got some easier games, just being quite honest, and everyone knows that. But you got to shoot your – I mean, you got to shoot everything you got at this game. Yeah. And the preparation is, is something else I'd like to talk about next week. It's so different when you open with a game like this. You have to have scrimmages. And right now, you know, uh, remember the term game ready. And Ryan is going through that right now. He's trying to make sure first the scheme is game ready. Once it is, put it away. Keep it warm, but put it away. And then the most important thing is the health and safety of that player. Once he's game ready, he is not in a position where he'll hit the ground another time for the play of the game. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the uh, first take of Urban's take uh, with yours truly, Tim May. Uh, we're going to be back every week this football season. Urban, I'm really looking forward to this, man. I'm I hope people tell their friends about tuning into this thing. It's going to be available on on3.com and uh, uh, on YouTube. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really fired up. I almost get tongue-tied because I really enjoy talking football. And as you know, I've always enjoyed talking football with you. And Thanks for joining us, joining me, my man. Yeah, you're the best, Tim, and I look forward to this. Thank you. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.